0: greetings and welcome to Etzheim's weekly podcast recorded live in Richardson Texas we invite you now to join us for one of our synagogues Shabbat messages good to be here again if you have your bibles please turn to a second second episode of the Corinthians chapter 3 verse 12. Just as a matter of context, Shaul from Tarsus, Paul, yeah, is uh, writing to the, the second epistle now to the, to the Corinthians, and he speaks about the differences between uh, the ministry that we have today in Yeshua, or in other words, the Torah inscribed on our very hearts, tablets of flesh, in comparison to the tablets of uh, stones, you know, through the ministry of Moses. So this is the context. Let's read from verse 12. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, He's not talking about the Torah, like many misinterpreted in the church, in the history. He talks about the glory of Moses' face, read it in context, which is going to be fed away. Okay, And, uh, of course, he speaks about the second time that Moses is on the Mount, Mount Sinai. Remember the first time he broke the tablets, etc., and then he comes back the second time, And his face shine, so much so that the people cannot look at him. Remember this story? So what he needs to do, put a veil on his face, okay? Now it's okay, we can talk to you, Moses, yeah? Our leader. And then, of course, when he comes uh, in the presence of God, he unveils himself, okay? He takes the veil away. Verse 14, but their minds were blinded, listen carefully now, for until this day, of course, this day but it's two thousand years ago, but it is till this very day, okay, the seventh of December, twenty nineteen, okay. Till this very day, the same veil remains unlifted. <clears throat> in the reading of the Torah, it was translated Old Testament, okay. In the Torah, because the veil is taken away only in Messiah in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. And I want to suggest to you that a veil lies on the hearts of some of us sitting here and some in the church for sure. We have no connection to the roots. And are pretty dead because any plant without roots will die eventually. The natural speaks and points to the spiritual. But even here, and my prayer is that my heart, even, yeah, some parts in God's word still have veil, and I need to, I mean, I need His grace to unveil it, okay? So it's not only on those bad Jews, okay? Of course, in the context it speaks about the Jews who did not accept Yeshua. There is a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, still as in a mirror, Not face-to-face yet, okay? The glory of the Lord. We are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. Which image? The image of Yeshua. From glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. How many of us would like to grow from glory to glory like it says here? How many of you would like to see greater things that even the disciples saw? Amen. So, Abba, help me. <laughs> help us all to understand some of the secrets to unveil when we read the Torah. But before we we'll read the Torah, I want to read from the Aftara or the New Testament portion that we already read here in John 1. John one, and I will pick it up <clears throat> in 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 forty five, verse forty five, John one forty five. Philip, one of the disciples, one of the twelve, found Nathanael and said to him. We have found him of whom Moses in the law, and also the prophets. Beloved, if you do not understand Moses, if you have a veil on your heart when you read Moses, you will not grow from glory to glory. You will actually not understand who Messiah is. You cannot read Moses without the veil being lifted so don't judge our jewish brethren and don't think that you're smarter than them because once you think like this the veil will come even thicker on your own very eyes cuz it's called proud pride and pride is out okay should be out of our lives We found him of whom Moses in the law, in the Torah, and also the prophets wrote, Yeshua of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to, to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Actually showing or manifesting our mindset compared to God's mindset. Wherever we accept, we expect God to, you know, to move. It's mostly unlikely where he will move. Are you with me? If you have enough years in Yeshua, you know what I'm talking about. Don't put God in a box. Remember, he will jump out of it from this box. He will show up in the most unexpected ways you thought of. Can something good come out of Nazareth? Who asked this famous question? Nathanael, who came from Cana. How do I know? Because the Bible tells me so. Yeah. yeah. He came from Cana. And if you read the history of Cana, it's one of the strong Jewish strongholds back in Yeshua's time. Actually, it was he, uh, <clears throat> the one who really sat there, Josephus Flavius, Joseph ben Matityahu, before he defected to the Romans. He was the CNN reporter. Yeah. And wrote all his books. It was a place of prestige. Cana, are you with me? While Nazareth was not even mentioned on any any literature before the New Testament, are you with me? Nazareth, about forty families living in moderated caves, with their animals animals in together with them to protect them from the cold, etc., etc. Yeah. Not in villas, in 3,000 square foot villas. Yeah? Can something good come out of Nazareth? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because God will always surprise you. But not exactly the way you are expecting him to surprise you. Not with a Mercedes Benz. Not with a well-paid salary. And if he does, bless his name. Because it's just a bonus grace of him. Actually, the real grace of God is walking through point, point, point. To be continued. Let's continue. You will see. Can something good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Yeshua saw Nathanael coming towards him. And said of him, Nathanael. Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Ooh, wow. Nathanael said to him, Excuse me, sir? Of course, I'm paraphrasing it. How do you know me? Yeshua answered and said to him, Behold, uh, Philip... Sorry. Yeshua answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. What? Of course you know how Yeshua saw him. Just before, you know, Yeshua tricked him. He took a NASA telescope and he looked and he found a tree, a fig tree. And he saw his batch, Nathanael, and he hid it again. What in the world does he speak about? And why Why this answer was so deep that Nathanael prostrates before him and he says, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Excuse me? Just because somebody saw me, I don't know, at McDonald's makes him the king of Israel, the son of the living God... Beloved, it's much deeper. Where was the fig tree mentioned the first time in the Bible? The Garden of Eden. Fig leaves. I saw you when you were in the thigh of Adam and Eve. I know before even your parents thought about you. Not to speak about the symbolism of the olive tree together with the vine, yeah? Each one will sit, each will sit under his vine, or under his fig tree, which speaks about peace, tranquility, security, all of which were found, where? in the Garden of Eden. Yeshua knows us from before the foundation of the earth, or at least in Adam and Eve's are you with me? Wow! You are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Who? Uh, verse 50. Yeshua answered and said to him, Because I say to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You, you believe, yeah, you will see great things than those. Again, I want to repeat the question I started with. How many of us here would like to see greater things? I loved your worship, Ben. The first two songs. Breathe on me. I pray God will breathe on us today. Abba, please help me. You know I'm nothing. and Come on, it's not I'm not playing with you. I know myself. Ask my wife. I'm nothing. I'm just, I'm dependent 100% on God's grace now to reveal what I think he revealed to me for you know to give it to you. To feed you with his word, not with my blah blah blah. Okay? So I loved it. Breathe on me and open the heavens. So how many of us would like to see greater things? How many of you or of us think that we should see greater things in those crazy lunatic times that we are living in? Where good is called Evil, evil is called good. Light is called darkness, darkness is called etc. The world is chaotic. What's happening in Israel, I could blah blah really about the political situation, which only shows me how Yeshua is close, by the way. He's very close. Yeah. Uh, Iran with all the missiles, Hamas, uh, name it, don't claim it. You know, it is crazy what's happening. In Israel, at least, the good is called evil and evil is called good. And I'm not even hinting that Mr. Benjamin Netanyahu is free of sin. Please, don't misquote me. But if the measures which are taken by the prosecutors of Israel, those dictators, I call them, would be applied against Perez, Shimon Perez, or anyone... Every one of the one hundred and twenty members of the Knesset, all of them would be put to jail before Bibi. <laughs> so it's not clean, but it's big manipulation, corrupted system. Welcome to the club. And beloved, not welcome in, welcome to see it from outside. Don't be part of it. Do we need to see greater things today? Do we need to see more of him today? I need, I don't know what about you. But guess what? It's not an abracadabra. (laughs) It's not even going to a theological seminary. Sorry. Then get a bachelor, master, PhD degree and place it on your wall. It's called life. Greater things of God are achieved by walking in his footsteps. And walking in the footsteps of our forefathers. Because there is no way God is not a man to change. Yes or no? He's not. We just read it in Hosea 11. Remember? God is not a man. He cannot change. So what do, why do you think he will change his ways yeah. to reveal him, more of him to you? Why? No, he won't change. He will reveal himself to us as he revealed himself to our forefathers, namely Jacob. But before we turn to Jacob, let's read the last verse. He says, Greater things you will see, and immediately, interesting enough... He tells him in verse 51, Most assuredly I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open. Would you like, would, would you like to see heaven open tonight, uh, this morning? Yeah. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Let me suggest to you, beloved, Yeshua never says, or teaches, I know some of you will be shocked, what? Never does anything that was not done before him. He raises the dead, so Elisha, so Elijah did. Of course, he he does it in a greater manner, because he's the prophet. He's the teacher. He's the high priest. But he does not do anything, nor teaching anything, which is not based on what God already revealed before. And if you believe Yeshua is the son of the living God, and He doesn't change, why should Yeshua change his own being, his own person as the son of the living God, as God in the flesh? Are you with me? So when he tells Nathanael, you will see greater things than those, and immediately in context he says, you will see the Son of Man and heaven opens, yeah? Son of Man and angels are ascending and descending. What, he invents a new teaching? No! He applies to our Torah portion. So let's go there. And Abba, by by your grace, we will see some treasures in this portion. Turn with me, please, to Genesis 28. Genesis 28. The context, of course, you all know, last portion, Jacob actually steals <laughs> the firstborn blessing. Remember? He actually deceives his brother Esau, uh, with the help, great help, an initiative of his mother, Rebecca, Rivka, remember? Last week, okay? And of course, uh, <clears throat> he is running now away from, because, due to his sins, okay? If he would not run away or Latzet go out of the land, his destiny would not be so good. Right? Esau, uh, Esau would just kill him. That's what he planned to do. Okay? So, here is Jacob. Verse 10. By the way, do you believe Jacob was in a very nice state of mind in this verse or verse 10 of Genesis 28? When he left Beersheba, and went to Haran. Do you think he was a happy boy? Yeah, I'm going to see my family. Yeah, my mother's family. God, you are good. Hallelujah. He needs to leave his household, his father, his mother, without knowing how long it will take. Are you with me? I would say that his mind of state is a bit low. And here it goes from Be'er Sheva. Not Be'er because it loses its meaning. meaning Be'er, a well, or sometimes spring, but it's a well here, okay? Be'er, where you draw your water from, the living water. Sheva, the number seven, which has to do with Oath, Shvua, and seven... God, are you with me? Number which <clears throat> is connected mostly with God, completion, perfectness, yeah. He leaves God and his household, turns its back to the well of the living waters, and he goes down to Haran. So. Verse 11. So he came to a certain place. <clears throat> and in, in Hebrew, it's very interesting, it's vaifga Bamakom. It's not, it came, you know, the translation into other languages, I mean, from Hebrew to other, it's also interpretation, like many times I taught you here, I think. But it's also losing many jewels on its way, on the way, yeah? Like Beersheba, the well of the seven, of the oath, yeah? God, Okay? the living water. And he comes to a place. No, no, it's vaifga. There is a word which all of us should know, intercession, hafga'a. Hafga'a. And actually the rabbi said that he actually prayed because of his state of mind. (laughs) Help Help me, help me, help me, help me. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, the sun goes down. Oh, Abba, Abba, help me. I would love to meet you, Abba. Wouldn't you want to meet him today? Abba, I want to meet you. I'm tired. Beersheba to Bethel. It's a quite long way to do, you know, that I just made many miles. I will just rest. And he takes, so he gets to the place which is Hamakom in Hebrew. And guess what? One of the descriptive names of God, the God of Israel, is Amakom, as the rabbis. And they, they place it on the place Amakom Asherif shekenet Shmi the place that I will choose to put my my name in, okay? i. e. the temple later on in Jerusalem. But Amakom is one of like Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Makom is the name of God in Jewish tradition, okay? Some of their traditions are good, beloved. We should not throw the baby with the bathwater, okay? So here he intercedes, and he gets to God. And he takes even, stone, and he puts it under his head, yeah, and falls asleep. Oh, Rami, blah, blah, blah. So many details. It's not important. Get to the point. I am at the point. Because the word heaven, stone, rock, is repeated quite many times in this portion. Keep it in mind. He puts it under his head and he falls asleep. And here it is, verse 12. Then he dreamed and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Come on, sounds familiar? Yeshua claimed later on that He is the very ladder. Are you with me? Hmm. Interesting. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. And your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. And they shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Excuse me. What are you saying a man? for? Excuse me what? I mean, Jacob is a sinner. And Jacob is... He's with his back to the promised land. Are you with me? He's on his way to the Galut, to the diaspora. Soon we'll talk about it. Okay. And in this stage, God meets him. New Testament doctrine. While we were still in our sins, he forgave us. Are you with me? God Does not even wait till Yaakov, till Jacob repents. Are you with me? Jacob did not repent. He is yet to pay a full price, namely, 20 years in the diaspora. God is out of the box. You know, those who are against Zionism, modern Zionism, Oh, uh, by the way, including some of uh, Neturekarta, if you know what, you know, some Heretics groups who say that modern Zionism is not from God because first the people of Israel needed to repent in the diaspora and then like Abracadabra, you know, God would bring them. They forgot about Cyrus. They forgot about God using corrupt political systems. Are you with me? That God is all in all but don't put God in a box ever, because even when you are in your gross sin, if God has called you, He who called you is faithful to finish the work that he began. Again remember he is with his back to whatever represents God and the promised land. It's beautiful. At least to me, it's encouragement. Let's continue. Verse 15. Behold, I am with you, and I will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in place in this place, and I did Not know it. Are you with me? Does it fit to what I said just before? Jacob's state of mind? He's depressed. He thinks, oh gosh, the destiny is... the future is completely blare. I mean, not clear. For sure God is not here. How many of you think right now, right now, at your seats... God is for sure not with me. Again, I failed him. Again, I did this or or that. I'm not preaching cheap grace. You are going to pay. You will need to bear the consequences of your wrong choices, beloved, i.e., sins. I'm not making it cheap or easy on you or on myself. We are going to pay for our sins. David and Bathsheba, the baby died. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Yeah. Solomon sinned with many wives and horses, still the kingdom splitted. One kingdom, one nation un- under God. <coughs> Are you with me, beloved? Yeah. But he said, I did not know it. So for me, when I read it and I prepared for this lesson, I said, Abba, wow, 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 wow. What a great revelation. Maybe for you it's just blah, blah, blah. But many of us don't know God's grace and love. We limit it only when we do our prayers. Whether it's like this or, God forbid, crucifixion or whatever. My friends, God is not impressed by our performance. He's very impressed by our state of heart. And believe me, I don't think Jacob knew. Didn't know that he is a sinner running because of his sin. Are you with me? That's enough for God. Know where you are. Humble yourself. The low in spirits, the meek, the ones who mourn shall inherit the king. You see what I mean? The kingdom. So, I did not know. Oh, really? You did not know? God is with you. Then Jacob awoke, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, uh, verse 17, and he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Open the heavens, right, Ben? Mm-hmm. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone, a uh, heaven, stone, heaven, keep it in mind, that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it made it Matzeva and he called the name of that place Bethel but the name of that city had been loose previously blah 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 (laughs) What what a waste of space in God's world right? who cares what was the name of the city before Is there any space wasted in God's word? No. What is loose? That's what I mean, beloved, that your translations are missing a lot. I, I have some Hebrew speakers, probably they, I hope they will agree with me. You know, two Jews, three opinions. <laughs> two Jews who sit in a synagogue, 500 opinions. <laughs> okay? But one of those opinions, okay, my humble opinion. It's not my humble opinion, it's scholars, okay, I don't... Give you what I think, okay? Loose is actually a nut, nut, not almond, but a chestnut, hazelnut, thank you, hazelnut. If you know something about hazelnut, it's a very hard nut to break. Beloved, don't hear me only in your fleshly ears, try to apply it to the spirit, State of mind, depressed, low, yeah? And he comes to a place where it's completely impossible to crack the nut that I brought myself into. Another name is Shaked. This is one of the names of a Shaked, the almond tree. Come on, Bible scholars... Jeremiah, what do you see? An almond tree. shaked. You so well. For I am... Somebody can help me. Remember Jeremiah 1? I am keeping my word. and am shoked al When God says something, He will do it, whatever happens. Are you with me? Yes. It's all... If you believe that there is no nut loose, which is... Too strong to crack, to be cracked by God. This place where you are at will turn into Bethel, the house of God. You see what I mean? The hardest place you are come to, coming to actually is where God wants you to begin with. He wants you to be at the end of your rope. He wants us to be at, at the end of our rope, yeah? Where we think, ah, this is too hard to crack. I'm so sorry, Abba. Okay, leave me alone. I mean, throw me to, I don't know what. Yeah. No, 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 no. Only when you admit that God can make a way where there is no way, it can be the very house of the Lord for you. Bet El. But my friends, how do we reach This kavod le kavod, from glory to glory. What did Yeshua say? You will see many greater things, right? And immediately he speaks about what? A leather, right? Leather. He says that he is the leather. Quoting this portion. What Jacob sees? A leather. What is the name of a letter in Hebrew? By the way, the only time in the entire Bible this word is mentioned is here. Sulam. Say Sulam. 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 My friends, what is a letter? Sulam comes from some mem, the the root, the Hebrew root, which speaks of haslama. Now, in war situation, when we speak about uh, escalation, Yeah? I mean, something really became worse. Okay? We speak about haslamah. Haslamah ba-matzav. Okay? Sulam speaks about haslamah. Because what do you do on sulam? You walk up and up to a higher and higher and higher level. Are you with me? Number one, you walk up and not in a leveled area. Where is it? Naturally... Well, would you think it's easier to walk? Like this, on a level, or on a mountain? Of course on a mountain. The walk with God is on a mountain. Yep. Are you with me? Yep. Okay? And the walk of God allows us to go another madriga on this sulam, a step, in this ladder, and another one upward. Why? Because God is seated in the highest. And if we want... To see him, we need to come to this place of a hard nut, lose, and we need to be at the end of our rope and ask for his grace to, to open the heavens and to show us that we are still on a journey. And Jacob's journey will take 20 long years. He cheated his brother, he will be cheated by. uh, His mother's brother, Laban. Are you with me? He was dwelling in tents. You remember Jacob? While Esau was a hunter in the fields. Jacob is going to follow Esau. Now, not as an hunter, but he will be in the fields nights and days with cold, with heat. How do I know it? Because the Bible tells me so. In this very portion at the end. Are you with me? Jacob is going to suffer, but the suffering after this revelation, it will be suffering with knowledge that the suffering only es- escalates you or whatever, bring you up higher and higher and higher, not to a Mercedes Benz, but to another place where your flesh will be cut, ripped off. And you will need to exercise, once again, death to self. Are you ready? Beloved, one of the descriptions of the shepherd of Israel... Ro'e Israel, in the Bible, is given by through the mouth of this Mr. Jacob. Turn with me to chapter forty-nine, please, of Genesis, and the context is the blessings that Jacob brings gives his sons before he dies. And read in uh, read with me in verse listen, verse 24 Genesis 49, 24 Joseph is a fruitful bough by the way very interesting speaking about Joseph who is Yeshua? son of Joseph he is the Messiah, son of Joseph Messiah, the suffering servant he is coming as Messiah, son of Judah yeah? As a king, Joseph is is a fruitful bow, a fruitful bow by, by a well. His branches run over the well. The archers have bitterly grieved him. Uh, Where is it? <laughs> grieved him. Sorry, uh, shot at him and hated at him. Of course, some say it speaks about the history of Joseph. Okay, and uh, <clears throat> and his bow remained in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong. Are you ready? Who made Joseph strong in Egypt in his heavy, heavy trial? From there, by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob, from there, from God actually, is the shepherd Roé, the stone of Israel. Amen. Beloved, what is the state of mind that God requires of us when we are ascending the ladder, i.e. Yeshua, from glory to glory to know his full measure, which is hard to do. It's not on a level, it's going up. Are you with me? What is the state of mind that God requires from us to have? Oh, to be strong, to go to the gym to have muscles, to pray a lot. Really? That's not what the Bible tells me. All of these are good, you know. Pray, go to the gym, I mean spiritual gym, you know, fast. Go also to the physical gym, It's, it's not bad for you, it's good for you. But my friends, he wants you to put the stone of Israel... Make him your head, Lemera Rashotav. Are you with me? And fall asleep, leaning on him. Sleep in the New Testament is synonymous to death. Death to self. You need to say, I cannot do anything about this situation. Ever? Me, the nut, the loose, yeah? I cannot do anything about it. I am so tired of my life. I am so tired of struggling. Yeah? Abba, take over. Not Satan, God forbid. Abba. No, no, because some will do. Eh. You know, I was promised Mercedes Benz when I came, when I uh, say the sinner prayer. Cheap grace, yeah? Nobody told me I will need to go through the desert. Like my forefathers did when they were out of Egypt. They, they, they were not given El, Al, a, a dreamliner to take them, you know, 787 plane. To the, no, no, no. They needed to go through the desert, right? Death to self. We need to put Yeshua first, our head, to rest in him, but rest also die to our own ambitions, our own dreams. Because, and here I end... The teaching. Hope I was not too long, beloved. Do you remember Yeshua said? Do you? Re- I'm paraphrasing it. Yeshua said to the Pharisees, to the rabbis in his days, "As Moses lifted the snake, bro- uh, what is it well, bronze snake? Yeah, Yeah. So I will be lifted, and I think Ben mentioned it. And I will, uh, uh, people will draw, will be drawn to me. Are you with me? Let me suggest that there is a strong connection between the leather, the snake, the stone, and Yeshua, all of which are one. Yeshua provides the way he is lifted because you need to lift, you need to leharim sulam and to put it. Are you with me? And especially when this sulam, this leather, is nowhere to put on. Are you with me? It is only lifted. Do you get it? In heaven there is no uh, lintel where you can lean it on. Are you with me? It's just a leather. Nitzav, standing firm. Do you see it? It's Yeshua being lifted. So the angels who are sent, not called. You cannot call angels for your help. You ask for God's mercy to send them to you. You are not commanding angels. Who are you? They are still bigger than you. Demons are bigger than you. You need God's grace to cast them out. Are you with me? But the angels who are created to minister to us can only minister to, to us when we have the right ladder, Yeshua. Amen. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Only then we have open gate to heaven. When we die to ourselves, when we make Yeshua first, they can ascend and descend on our behalf. Do you know how this portion ends? With a group, two groups of Angels. Angels escorted Jacob through its 20 long and difficult years. Angels are escorting him when he comes back. Because God is not a man. And when God promises something, when God has a calling upon you, the only thing you need to do is collaborate with his calling. Not fight it. And not thinking that whenever you have problems... Many times it's because of your sin, because of the wrong decisions, don't misquote me, yeah? But God will even use your sins and your mis wrong choices if you repent. To bring you yet to his letter and open the heaven for to you. Let us finish with a psalm which I think is very, very fit fitting to our message we talked about the shepherd right so let's read the famous psalm and we will end with it Uh, Mr. Schiller can I ask you to come come over here please can I ask you to come ah no problem and then prayer Okay, no problem Chapter 24, uh, 23. Okay, after all this that you got this morning, please, I hope it will make diff- uh, new sense to you, okay, this psalm. A psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I, and we can add here the stone of Israel, right? I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters, by the way, both of which are never on the mountaintops. There are no green pastures. Those who come from Israel, like me and some others, know that in the desert, where David was pursued and persecuted by King Saul, that's where he he wrote most of his Psalms, a good shepherd, the stone of Israel, will lead you to the valleys to the difficulties. Why? Because only in the valleys you have some green in the desert. Only in the valleys you can have still waters. Interesting. So, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. By the way, path is not path, Is circles. Shepherds are going in si- Circles, okay? Looking for food. They go from mountaintop to the valley and then mountaintop to the valley, okay? And why I'm speaking about cyclic thing? Because don't think that when you pass to one experience with God and you pass and you know you can make a V, that's the end. No, do you remember? The Sulam. Is not defined how many madrigot, how many steps there are. There, right? No, from glory to glory. How? By hardships, by trials, by by allowing him to walk us through the valleys of the shadow of death. Are you with me? Full trusting, and to fully trust God, you must die to self. Not even one inch of self things You know what I mean? Yeah. Of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. God bless.